Hey, welcome to the Backyard Professor Responds videos. I had a true believing Mormon called a TBM write a comment in on one of my videos. I can't remember which one. I'm not going to worry about it for right now. Who said that the church has not been fined. I am misinformed and that the church has done nothing wrong. There was no fine. There was no deception. There was no law breaking. And he suggested I go to the SEC website to find out the truth because I had been misinformed. So I did go to the SEC website and I printed off their release, their press release. Washington, D.C., February 21st, 2023. This is from the Security and Exchange Commission. They charge the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and its investment management company for disclosure failures and misstated filings. In other words, the church is being deceptive with hiding their money. The Securities and Exchange Commission today announced charges against Ensign Peak Advisors, Incorporated, a nonprofit entity operated by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to manage the church's investments for failing to file forms that would have disclosed the church's equity investments and for instead filing forms for shell companies that obscured the church's portfolio and misstated Ensign Peak's control over the church investment decisions. The SEC also announced charges against the church for causing these violations. To settle the charges, Ensign Peak agreed to pay a $4 million penalty, and the church agreed to pay a million dollar penalty. That is the cold, brutal fact. The church has responded to this, and they have agreed that they will pay the fine. So I'm not going to read this whole thing, even though it's only one page. I just want it to be crystal clear. I am not the one misinformed. I have watched many multiple podcasts with SEC experts and investment lawyer experts who have described in exquisite detail. Nemo the Mormon has one. I have many shorts, although I have not had an expert on my show. Bill Real and Radio Free Mormon have had one. John DeLynn has had one. Mormon-ish with Rebecca Biblioteca has had a podcast. All of the podcasters are agreeing that the church was fined. It paid the fine because it broke the law about disclosing its money. So for you Mormons, this is indeed a watershed moment. And I get it. I understand your dread and fear of seeing your church's highest church leaders break the law and how they have tried to hide that from everyone. You are being deceived about your money, and that can't be but a bitter pill to swallow. So in your defense, your lying for the brethren just doesn't work.
It's just that simple. Let's be straightforward with the facts and the implications and the consequences. I quit once I saw the deception involved with the scriptures, with the book of Abraham specifically. So I saw the light early. Had I still been involved and this issue had come out, I would have quit. That's how serious this issue is. So I get it. I get your pain. I get your idea of loyalty, misplaced though it is. The church does not save your soul, even though it loves to imagine that it's in Jesus's place. The church was not crucified for you. The church cannot forgive you your sins. That all rests according to the church doctrine on Jesus Christ. So if they've told you otherwise, you are not following Nephi's advice, who said, trust not in the arm of flesh. And the brethren, the old guys in Salt Lake City, the Quorum of the Twelve, the First Presidency, Russell M. Nelson, Dallin H. Oaks, Henry B. Eyring, these old guys, yeah, they're not Jesus Christ. They don't speak for Jesus Christ. I don't accept Joseph Smith's view and interpretation that if these guys are speaking, it's the same as Jesus Christ. That's simply his philosophy mingled with scripture, and I don't buy that. My advice is you find the light. Now, the Mormon church has thrown intimidation tactics out before, such as, well, where will you go if you quit Mormonism? My response is very simple, and it's a beautiful, awesome, wonderful thing. I will go where I should have been going all along, to the light. The greater light and knowledge that Father promised. That's where I'm going. That's where so many other people are going. And it is indeed an incredible journey. It is full of happiness, joy, thrill, adventure. Yes, there are mistakes still being made. Sure, there are errors. And yes, there are difficulties. There are setbacks. There are disappointments. There are losses. There are also gains and wonderful, actual, real knowledge and wondrous things things and ideas to explore as well. I find life on the other side of Mormonism to be so vastly more fulfilling intellectually, spiritually, and especially psychologically that it's astonishing me that I couldn't see it, but then I couldn't see it because I was in the box that Mormonism enslaved me and imprisoned me in as many, many millions of other people are now testifying. So my advice to you true believing Mormons is that you recognize this really is a watershed moment. And I have seen several of your ridiculous excuses and ad hoc reasonings to defend the church, none of which are convincing even in the least. They're all just ridiculous. You have been deceived.
I have been deceived. The American public has been deceived. They love the money. They don't care about the truth. I don't even believe these men believe in Jesus Christ. They draw near to him with their lips, but their hearts are all on the money. They even admitted that they did not want to disclose the money because they knew the members of the church would stop paying them tithing. You are being deceived. It's that simple. You have What you do with that information is entirely up to you. But this is a watershed moment in the church. I'm going to come right out and say so. I believe this is going to lead to schism in the church. I'm going to be shocked if it doesn't. And maybe not quite yet immediately, but it will. It is inevitable. The writing is on the wall, truly. This conference is going to be the main conference to see how deep the deception goes in the church leadership. Are they all in on deceiving you together, and are they going to support the continued deception and hiding of their finances just like they did with their history? And accepting this fine is only their way of stopping further, yet deeper, more probing investigations is my speculation. And I put it forth a speculation, but they did it with the history for 200 years until they were shamed into doing the Joseph Smith Papers full disclosure project with Joseph Smith. But that's not to their glory that's to their shame. They should have done that immediately instead of whitewashing the history and the church essays. There, every one of those essays admit issues within the issues they were talking about, whether they be polygamy, the book of Abraham, blacks and the priesthood, it did not matter, that what they admitted were true is everything the critics have always been saying, and the church has been excommunicating those critics for saying the truth and they continued with the lies of whitewashing your brains. And you and I were naive enough to accept that. And we were wrong. And the church is wrong to be so deceptive. So that's my response to the true believing Mormon in one of the comments on one of my videos when he said the church has not been fined, there has been no deceit. Um, you may as well look at the sun and say, I don't see a thing. That's how really ridiculous your argument is. Your statement is, you, of course, of course, you presented no proof whatsoever. You told me to go to the SEC website. I did. And they confirmed what I was saying, not what you were saying. Many, many podcasts are now out confirming what I have said in so many of my shorts and my videos. I would seriously recommend you look them up and then go ask your church leaders what the hell is going on with all the lies. And if you will notice an interesting psychological phenomenon within the church within the last few years, they've really been 
hyping it up about the full measure of truth-telling. If you withhold some bits of information and all, it's the same as lying to the Lord's servants, them, the leaders. You must disclose full truth, etc., all the while so hypocritically doing the opposite. These are the leaders you want to sustain. That's entirely your issue. It's fine. I cannot. My morals will not allow that. And I suspect many, many more millions won't either. So that's my stance and that's my response. So thank you for taking a few moments to listen to my response. I will look forward to seeing if true believing Mormons can face the truth squarely with the facts and come to recognize that in an interesting circular argument, it has only ever been the Mormon prophets who have said, the Lord will never let us deceive you or lead you astray, or we would be removed. We now know that the betraying, the deceit, the lies, the misleading, and the apostasy began with Gordon B. Hinckley, and he was not removed. It continued entirely through Thomas S. Monson, and he was not removed. And it is still in existence with Russell M. Nelson, and he has not been removed either. So obviously, Wilford Woodruff was lying through his teeth to us as well. The prophets can lead us astray. The SEC's order, again, this is from the SEC website, finds that from 1997 through 2019, Ensign Peak failed to file Forms 13F, the forms on which investment managers are required to disclose, disclose the value of securities they manage. According to the order, the church was concerned that disclosure of its portfolio, which by 2018 grew to approximately $32 billion, this was only their stock market holdings, not their total value of properties, etc., that they own would lead to negative consequences. In other words, the members stop paying their tithings. So to obscure the amount of the church's portfolio, in other words, lie about it, and with because they say if you're going to hide part of the truth, you're being dishonest. That's what your leaders are telling you, Mormons. Now we see them practicing what they say to you, and they withhold temple recommends from you, demonstrating that they themselves are not temple recommend worthy. Have you ever thought of that? Your own first presidency is no longer temple worthy, and yet they go in the temple all the time. Ponder that. They say, with the church's knowledge and approval, Anson Peake created 13 shell LLCs, in other words, fake companies, in order to deceive, ostensibly with locations throughout the U.S. and filed Forms 13F in the names of these companies rather than in Anson Peake, and then they put no money in the companies. It all stayed in Utah. That is lying. That is illegal. 
The order finds that Ensign Peak maintained discretion over all relevant securities, that it controlled the shell companies, and that it directed nominee business managers, most of whom were employed by the church. They weren't separate entities at all. To sign the commission filings, the Shell F LLC Forms 13F misstated, among other things, so there wasn't just one lie, that the LLCs had sole investment and voting discretion over the securities. In reality, the SEC's order finds Ensign Peak retained control over all investments and voting decisions, and we know that Ensign Peak was answering to only one entity, the First Presidency, Russell M. Nelson. And the presiding bishopric has been doing this since Gordon B. Hinckley's day. So, and this was with the church's knowledge, they went to great lengths to avoid disclosing the church investments, depriving the commission and the investing public of accurate market information. The requirement to file timely and accurate information on Forms 13F applies to all institutional investment managers, including nonprofit and charitable organizations. Your second anointings do not put you above the law, brethren. Anson Peak agreed to settle the SEC's allegation that it violated of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934 and Rule 13F1, thereunder by failing to file the forms 13F and for misstating information in these forms, the church agreed to settle the SEC's allegation that it caused Ensign Peak violations through its knowledge and approval of Ensign Peak's use of the Shell LLCs. The church and its investment arm agreed to its guilt and paid the fines. That's the facts. So thank you for watching my BYP response. I appreciate all your support and love. Remember backyardprofessor.org. If you'd be so kind, put some donation button pushes on that thing and let's keep this little baby going. Appreciate all of you.